With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys? Let's go! I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rashford. He's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Ready! Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again. Tonight I've got two regulars. Sebi, how you doing, mate? Yo, yo, yo. Uh, what's good, bro? I'm not bad. And Elijah, aka Draymond Green. How you doing, brother? <laughs> uh, you got to stop that. I'm good, but still, man. I'm just doing what the people ask, man. Like People DM me, like, don't forget Elijah's nickname. So until that's uh, happening, I've got to give them what they want. Yeah, so. no. You're definitely going to show me proof about that, bro. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll forward the receipts still. Um, <laughs> for once, well, not for once, because we also had the Chelsea game, but uh, this is a week where we get to enjoy a United win. Uh, I say comfortable 1-0 home win against Leicester. This was a game that I expected us to lose. Uh, you both caught the game? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Uh, what did you think, guys? Tell me what you thought of the performance. Um, The thing is, you say comfortable... I think um, it wasn't it wasn't great. Like I think that's our worst performance with the ball all season, which I'm not surprised about. Given Pogba was out, but for long periods of that game, 
Rash, I didn't know Rashford was playing because we just barely got the ball forward until, when until like Fred came on and Pereira moved behind the striker, uh, Chong came on. That was the only time we really made positive forays into their half. But like for long periods of that game, we were basically playing on on the counter attack. Leicester were making most of the probing. I would say they were the ones that were on the front foot more. Um, yeah, I wasn't impressed at all. I think Matic was a disgrace in that game. Um, yeah, the front four weren't great. Uh, Pereira was his usual shit, so James wasn't as good as usually is. Rashford just wasn't able to get involved, but I mean, the fact that he was just unable just to make the ball stick is just my main problem with him as a central striker right now. Um, McTominay had a good game. Yeah, he had a good game. Um, The back four was actually good. Lindelof was shaky, but I actually think that was Young's best game I've seen for a while. Agreed. Of course, of course, one besides Maguire. Excellent. Um, I think that was Maguire's best game best game as well I do think that when we're facing teams who are more positive against us that Maguire is a bit more comfortable not as in like we I I don't think it's more of a protection thing I just feel like because he has just a lot of defensive work to do I think he just does it regularly does it well yeah um so he's just I I think that and like when Masako is just you just look it down like that's just it's getting to the point where where I was with the hair a few seasons ago, where it's just like if it's not like a seven or eight or ten, then he's not played well. Like he's just that good. Like he's just yeah, he's just one. He's he's so I just feel so comfortable whenever whoever is against him, and that's just the best compliment you can play you can pay to a right back. So overall, not not impressed at all in terms of what we've done on on the ball, off the ball. Uh, we'll. It was too easy to get to our defence, but a combination of us being okay defensively and Leicester having one of the worst final balls I've ever, ever seen, uh, we yeah. done we done okay. I think that was just it. I, I think a lot of that game was just played in the middle of the park, and at both ends, like the uh, like the attacks weren't good. So yeah, when I say comfortable, it's not comfortable because we did anything particularly good. It's just because, like you mentioned. They were very wasteful in the final third. So the oh, first okay. two thirds, they they played well. They approached us well, but the decision making and execution in the final third left a lot lacking. And I don't think that was mainly because of how well we played. It just they had enough day, because I was yeah. expecting Vardy to give our our guys a, a lot more trouble than he actually did. Damari Gray again, another player Oof. kind of flickers hot and cold. He is a favourite of some of the other guys on the pod because of his attributes. But again, you're up against Ashley Young. You should be turning yeah. him in and out all game. But like you said, probably one of Ashley Young's Ashley Young's best games. So, yeah. Uh, Eli- uh, not Elijah. Sebi, what did you think, mate? Uh, Yeah, kind of similar to Elijah. I think the game was like, like one of those kind of average games. I was um, very pleased with the defence. Everybody um, in the defence played really well. Um I don't think Leicester really troubled us apart from that Madison chance where De Gea where where De Gea made that uh, save by four yeah Yeah, early doors I wasn't really troubled which is which is weird for United because usually as we'd seen that game we lose 1-0 you know last season we'd lose that game 1-0 or would lose that game like 2-0 so yeah man it was kind of um a different change like I you know because of what's happened in the past and that like I was definitely on edge but um yeah the defense seemed pretty comfortable and then going into the midfield um Matic was a joke like he's finished this guy was sending out quotes like oh if you want to challenge for the title I have to play the guy is fucked, bro. The guy plays like he's... You see that Jack Daniels that's by his bench? He drinks that before. Like, the guy is literally fucked. Like, he's actually finished. He doesn't... Like, he's not good. He doesn't offer no protection. His legs are gone. McTominay, especially in the first half, I think he was really good. Um, started bright. All right, let's uh, touch on that because, obviously, I've been seeing quite a bit about McTominay 
being good. Mm. Let's actually break down his performance because I know you're obviously a big fan of McTominay. When you mm-hmm. say he was good, what what did he do well for you? I think his intensity was good. Okay. He was so he by ended, intensity, what do you mean specifically? Like he was always closing down the ball, okay. he was winning the ball back. I think he offered on his side defensive protection, but when you're playing a double pivot, you know, you can't be everywhere because Matic is supposed to do his job too. I feel like Matic made him look probably worse than he actually was. I feel like um, McTominay definitely does his job. Well. Especially, like, let's say that the first 25 minutes he was playing some really good passes, made some really good touches, you know, um, retained the ball really well. Um, I feel like that's what he should do when Pogba is on the field. I feel like when Pogba's on the field, it's like, yeah, let me give it to my older. Like, let me just shirk off responsibility. I feel like if he can keep up that intensity when Pogba's on the midfield, I feel like we would definitely improve and it kind of lets Pogba um, have enough freedom. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like a positive. And then going further up the field, Pereira was crap. Mata... Uh, Mata was crap Mata see there's a, a chance Mata had I think it might have been in the second half where he cut in and he shot when he should have just squared it to Rashford and that's basically the difference between us and other teams uh, where Liverpool uh, unless it's Salah Liverpool City sometimes even Arsenal are squaring that to their striker and a striker is just literally has one touch and that's a goal. Uh, Mata cuts in and shoots from a stupid angle and the keeper saves it. Um, who else played Rashford? I feel like Rashford was okay. I don't know why Rashford got a lot of stick. I feel like he was okay. We created zero chances. Like in like for example, if Lukaku plays that game, like if Lukaku plays in this squad, that game ends up no no because Lukaku's not. Uh, capable of creating something from his chance or I being notching that pen though. No, but Rashford won the pen, so I don't think Lukaku makes that run. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I don't think Lukaku even wins that pen in the first place. So and Lukaku don't even take the guys. Are, the guys was shot to take pens at United anyway. So um, again, like I feel like that game ends up no no with Lukaku. Um, with Rashford, I'm not saying he played well, but I just feel like um, he done better than a lot of people was giving him credit for. Elijah said he didn't make it stick. Uh, from what I saw, I feel like he, he done pretty okay, man. I think he just played it simple. He knew what was behind him. He knew the team we had, and I feel like he played it really simple. He didn't overdo it, and he got his goal, and ultimately we won 1-0. So, yeah, he kind of done his job, really, for me. Okay, okay, so... Uh, I don't think uh, either of you are particularly satisfied with that performance, but who are we to turn our noses up at three points, essentially? Uh, what was disappointing for me, as much as, I mean, I can understand, Leicester are one of the better sides in the league, but with Mata and Pereira beside behind Rashford and those obviously not being the players who can ideally play how Solskjaer wants to play so that's the intensity the pressing style I was looking to see more of the young guys I was looking to see Gomez and Greenwood which we we didn't get to see what would you guys take on that um I feel like uh Olish will play play them in the Europa League and I feel like um do you agree with that um, I, do you know what? It's one of those ones where currently we need results in it. So he wants to give them a chance to show what they've got. Like, So he wants to see what they've got before making the jump to put them in. And for me, I feel like that's okay because, like, again, like, Gomez, yeah, he's a good player. Um, and Greenwood, good player. But I just feel like Greenwood is particularly young and um, in terms of like you can tell like he's he's still a young boy do you know what I'm trying to say trust me he like he is bright and he will pull off a skill and he has wicked technique but to play Greenwood yeah from the start I, I, I definitely I, I, I'm not I'm not too sure about that I feel like someone like Greenwood and especially Gomez I feel like they need to be eased in into the first team game so I would like to see them come on. Like so, I, I'd like to see Greenwood and Gomez um, start playing games f- like in Europa League, and then start making 
early sub appearances and then eventually start starting, um, you know, if they play well anyway. Interesting, interesting. Uh, one of the lads on the Touchy Gunas pod, Leroy, we were discussing young players and he made a pretty good point that just looking at young players that he's watched over the years, it tends to be, like it takes them about 10 games or so to acclimatise. So when they step up, you can immediately see that the level's a bit too much for them. So the game's too quick, it's too physical. And after about 10 games or so, you start to see them get comfortable. He said he's noticed it with Walshere, Willock, Tammy Abraham. Uh, what do you lot think of that? Because I, I see where you're coming from in terms of easing them in. But my feeling is that you playing at home against a stanter of Kazakhstan doesn't prepare you for then playing away at West Ham. What, what do you gain from that? Are a stanter much better in quality than the teams that they're playing at under 23 level? Um, that's a good point. Like personally, I think the I think that's an understandable point, but I think the problem is with Greenwood and Gomez, especially is that they've not gone out on loan. So you can look at guys like um, Mount, Tammy, etc. Like even Wilshire for a bit. He initially came in and then yeah, yeah, out on loan. Like they've not been out on loan, so I can understand why Solskjaer is like apprehensive to put them in but i feel like i can you know what i can understand that a bit in the first four games how how you use them because in a in a normal situation that's that's fine to use them like that but it's because we're so bad that people are begging for these players because we just want to see something different so the normal way to do this would be what sebi was saying and introduce them in europa league game build them up like build them up as experience in terms of playing with players um, in terms of game minutes and stuff like that, but it's just a fine. It's, it's just a fine act to Ooh, really. Hello, Sebi, what was that, mate? <laughs> you see, I noticed how, straight away. I knew it wasn't Elijah. <laughs> I knew that was Sebi. Yeah, sorry, Elijah. I, you were rudely interrupted. Continue. So rudely, but um, um, damn, I forgot my point. Uh, Sebi's way is I. You agree with Sebi that the way that we're bringing, yeah, yeah. bringing them in is ideal. Yeah, so. So ideally, that would be the way to bring them in. But at this point, it's just hard to balance between the fact that we need something at this point, just a spark at this point, because that's the thing that's missing in, in this team. You can see in other teams, like with City, they've got their front three, Sterling, stuff like that. Liverpool, their front three. Spurs, they've got Kane, Son, got Eriksen. Uh, Arsenal, they've got a spark there with Aubameyang and Lacazette. Even Pepe, to an extent, he just has a spark, but he's been not been good so far. But we are missing, we are kind of missing that. And sometimes it can come from Marshall and Rashford, but we need that extra thing there. And it's just missing. And we're begging for it to be these young players at this point. So I feel like I understand why Ole has done it. But at, at the same time, he needs to be braver because we, we know what to expect from these players that he's playing. So playing yeah. them, at, it's just counterproductive because... You know what we expect is not good enough. So people like Pereira, we know we're not going to get anything from him yep. because he is a nothing player. So playing him over, like, say, even Chong, he came on and he'd done more than Pereira immediately without yep. doing much. Yep. So how is that worse than playing... How, how is playing Chong worse than playing Pereira? That's the thing I don't understand. It's really it's, not. I think it's this idea of tried and tested. But... An experienced, but experienced players are still... Matic is experienced. Matter is experienced. Lindelof is experienced. These are experienced, and I'm using air quotes, obviously you guys can't see me. It's just a thing we like to throw out. But a player being experienced and bringing nothing to the table, that does nothing for me. I would rather see a Gomez go out there and struggle. And I know that this is a player that we're going to watch develop. But you have to understand, like, what else are we holding on to? Well, so we, we're pro our best route into Champions League football for me personally is going to be the Europa League anyway. So, what are we really holding on to? What are like, let's play these guys. These guys, like you say, Elijah, they're not bringing anything on the pitch. Matter, he's safety. He's safety first. So, he's always going to play the high percentage pass. Once in a while, may play a dangerous uh, defence splitting pass. That's once in a while. So, why would you not put Gomez in there? Gomez is eager. He's hungry. You can see that when he's on, on, on the pitch. He's finding the pockets of space. He's looking to link up with players. And he's progressive with his passing. That is what we need. So, I don't even mind them 
not starting. Asking them to start is probably a stretch. But constantly putting them on the bench. So that to me tells me that there's some faith. And do you know why Oli's t- a teaser? Because he'll mention them in the press conferences. And like he said, um, at, uh, they should have probably paid more last season. That's on me kind of thing. But now, okay, you've learned from that. And they must be doing well in training for them to be in and around the first team squad. So let them play. So, yeah, they're going to get their run out against Astanta. And if they don't get their run out against Astanta, I'll be absolutely fuming. But going forward, I want to see I want to see uh, much more of them. It's needed, definitely. How long are Pogba and Martial out for? Does anybody know? They should be back for West Ham. You told me they'd be back for Leicester. That, that's what the news was. <laughs> I, 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 I was just huh? I was just playing the news. Fake that, news, That's boy. what the news was. Alright, cool. So they'll be back but, for West Ham, boy. Because if yeah. you don't have them back for West Ham, that's going to be ugly. Yeah, because you know what? As much as they're not perfect at all, you can see without them to like, we lose a lot. We do lose a lot. Especially in this team, we do lose a lot. Because the last two games without Mark Marshall, the ball has not been sticking up at top all. at all. Sebi might just, disagree, but I agree with you. It's, it's a straight back at us and it's ridiculous. Like, you can't sustain attacks if you if you can't make the ball stick up top. Yeah. And and the last game, we weren't even getting the ball up top anyway because we just had no... We had n- nothing to, to play through. Like, we were just wishing and hoping just to get a lucky break somewhere and just have a run through James or... I think yeah, that was our only, that was our only outlet, James. Like we can't scary. we can't get the book right around it. Yeah, it's scary. So, like, like when I when I because uh, I logged uh, I hopped on late to the game and I saw we were winning. I swear I said to myself, the only way we scored is by penalty. And I check, and of course Rashford scored a penalty. So you know, it's gonna continue on in the same vein. It's not even pretty with our best guys, but without them, it is tough to watch. I want to get you guys' takes on a couple of things that have been in the news this week. So, against my best wishes, we have given David de Gea a new contract and a, a bumper pay rise. What is it? Is it two fifty, three hundred k a week now? So that probably makes him the most uh, highly paid goalkeeper in the world. Uh, what do you guys think? Um. I feel like it's just kind of desperate times come for different measures because there's nobody else out there that I feel like United could go and grab. So, and there's nobody out there um, that was willing to probably take the risk for DDG. So I just feel like that's why he he probably signed on, and that's why we've given him the um, the bumper contract. Like we both need each other, even though DDG's had a dip in form. Um, like, and I just don't think he's the best keeper right now in terms of like how the modern game is going. Um, yeah, we still need him. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because we we run the risk of letting him go in January if anybody wants him and um, us having Henderson and Romero. And you don't really want that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Henderson so, comes um, highly I, rated. Highly rated, but, you know, um, he's young. He's got to make a lot of mistakes. And who knows, like, how good he really is because he's only been in the championship and he's only had, what, five games in the Prem. So we'd have to see what he's really like um, at the end of the season. But um, that being said, yeah, like, it just is what it is with DDG. Like, um, I feel like it, 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 it probably gives confidence to uh, other players that uh, players want to sign on. But for me, I'm just like, yeah, whatever, man. I'm, I'm not too bothered. I was resigned him losing. He signed on. That's cool. Just hopefully his form kind of picks up. Um, and, yeah, just I feel like our back five, including De Gea, uh, looks much better. So hopefully he won't get exposed as much as he has been. Cool, cool. And, Elijah, you're a big De Gea fan, so I'm sure you're happy. No, do you know what? I remember the news broke and in my head I was thinking, what does De Gea gain from this apart from money? But then even the money point, you could just leave on a free and just sign for hire elsewhere. Like it's the thing is I'm happy that he's staying because as much as people have said this last past year he's been poor and he has been poor, players will go through ups and downs and they will have poor seasons and war or whatever. And he hasn't started it great. But with goalkeepers, it's like, I don't know, 
for for me, having having a bad season is not going to make me change my opinion here. I still think he's amazing, and and I do think over the course of time he will still be amazing in the next four to five five years. But it's just weird because I feel like at this point it was just. Are you like, questioning it, his hunger? Yeah, like I actually am because I don't understand. Like the and that's the and that's the problem that that's been with me this past season for like. Because his hunger has dropped, maybe that's the reason why he's been performed like It's not just because because I remember the last time he had this this whole contract thing. Um, he said he wasn't mentally prepared to play, and that's why he didn't start those like first four or so also games. Yeah. But now it's just like I don't I don't get him wanting like com- commit himself at this stage because after this contract. For me, he's probably going to be done at the top level. Ooh, so wow. he's only what twenty eight, twenty nine. Nah, nah. I mean, De Gea has been around. When keepers start young, I don't. You don't usually see them continue this on when, uh, when they're like thirty four. Okay. To, Big shout. We'll look out for that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So we just um, given a man in his last few years a, a peak contract, yeah. Yeah. No. The, but but that's the thing. I, I feel like these are his last few years where he will be good. After that, I don't see much else in him. Okay. So for him, I don't, I don't, I don't get it unless he sees a project at United. And if he does, he must have the best vision in the world because I cannot see it. <laughs> at all. So for me, I'm for me, I'm questioning why he wants why he wants to stay here. Yeah. But I'm glad he wants to stay here. Like, it'll be the exact same thing for me if Pogba signs a new contract. I'm thinking, why the hell would you want to stay here? Ah, Pogba's but off, mate. Pogba's yeah, off. But, but, but imagine if, if Pogba signs a new contract. You'll be thinking, why the hell would you commit yourself to a new contract when you're so much better than this level? Yeah. That's the yeah. that's the only thing for me. But I'm happy that he's staying. We are, I mean, going out and buying a keeper as much as people say, oh, get this guy, get this guy. I mean, we've seen we 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 saw what happened when Courtois came from Atletico to Chelsea. This thing with Oblak, who who knows the same thing, the same thing could happen as well. But that's just me guessing at at this point. Oblak is really good, but who knows? And plus, people are always talking about we want us to play out from the back. And if I'm not sure if Oblak's even better than the hair on the ball, so there's a lot of con- contradictory thing with. Percy, I just think people are so comfortable with the hair. They just they're just starting to downplay him. Mm. What players do you think are better than him in goal at the moment in the world? Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Well, what players would you rather have, should I say? Me, personally? Yeah, you personally, Elijah. No. No one, no. nobody. Yeah, okay. well, I'd really prefer not. I really prefer not just Allison, not Edison. No, no, nah. no. How nah, about nah. you, um, Sebi? And you can't say Rashford. I'm dead. Um, uh, in terms of in goal right now, maybe Edison. And the only reason why I'd say Edison is because Oli seems to set up at um set up this counter-attacking style. So, like, you know, kind of maybe drawing pe- uh, pl- um, teams on and then Edison has the ability to, like, pick out a really good pass to set us up for the attack. Um, other than that, I, I, feel, I still feel De Gea is world-class and I don't feel like there's anybody that good at playing out that I would take instead of De Gea, do you know what I'm trying to say? Because he's stopping, but he's stopping ability is well has been out of this world. Um, but yeah, I'd only ever take Edison. I mean, yeah, I would only ever take Edison right now. Or Black, I ain't see much of him. I know he's a good shot stopper. I don't know how good he is on the ball uh, per se. And I know that's who 
the rumours have been about. So I'm I'm not too sure about that. So yeah, it's just one of those ones, man. You just gotta kinda stick what you stick with what you got, man. You've got to be comfortable. Um wear shit anyway, so yeah, it's just is what it is. Alright, alright, cool. So uh you mentioned uh, Pogba Elijah. So I mean we talk about him every pod. But I don't know if you guys saw the recent comments uh, from Gary Neville about uh, Rayola. No. Okay, so Gary Neville went on Norwegian TV and basically just laid into Rayola like uh, he's a he's a toxic. Basically, you don't want to be dealing with him if it's your club. Um, Pogba, there's always something different with Pogba. Pogba wants to leave. Uh, going forward, we shouldn't actually do any business with with Rayola. What do you think of his comment? And also the links between us switching Pogba for Tony Cruz. I'm gonna scream. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking scream. What do you mean switching Pogba for, as in a straight swap? Um, probably some peas involved, but obviously Flor- no, they were asking no, Florentino no, no, Perez, no, 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 and he's just like, no, no. "Oh yeah, obviously you wanted a Pogba, but Man United weren't budging." And what I've seen, <laughs> kept my ear to the streets as I do for you lot. I'm seeing people linking us with Tony Cruz in a swap deal. It's impossible. Uh, like if United, if United do that, yeah, they're fucking sick. However, Lau, if United, <laughs> I'm listening. If, I'm listening. You got me. If United do that and go and buy two other top level midfielders, then it's not the worst worst deal in the world. Who are you thinking but of? Let's start going, naming names. Let's start gassing ourselves so up example, on the 16th of September, boy. So example, Let's get the yeah, payment have, early. You have Tony Cruz, you has you have someone like James Madison, okay. and then you go and have another like a defensive type midfielder. Can't think of one right now. Then it's not the worst deal in the world. We are in a better position than we were when Pogba was here. Do you know what I'm trying to say? However, I don't trust United to be that smart um, in 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 transfer dealings because uh, you know just history has shown us that we're we're, we're not that good um, in the transfer window. I don't know why. But yeah, um, and going on to that, the Raiola uh, talk, Gary Neville are making right with this. Raiola is proper, proper toxic. Like, this guy just comes out and right, says okay, a man. I'm going I'm, I'm to touch on this, yeah? Yeah, that, no. It, no, let me finish, let me finish. So, isn't yeah. it an agent's job to do what their client wants? No. In terms of for his client, he is the best agent in the world. But in terms of from a club's standpoint and from a fan standpoint, Raiola is toxic. I don't. Yeah, give but a surely, fuck. surely, but, let me let me touch on this. Sure, he only asks for quarters of ruckus when his players want to move. So if Pogba was happy at Manchester United, we wouldn't be going through this. So That's how can we? How can you be onto him for putting pressure on? Because you see what happens. You see, Zaha's about to sack his agent. No, Zaha's no, Zaha's about to sack his agent because he could. Like, so Raiola rides out for his peeps and he gets them the moves that they want. That's perfectly fine in terms of if you are a Raiola fan. I'm a Man United fan, so in terms of Man United, he's a toxic agent. I mean, he makes the club look silly in the in public. It's a silly club. Like, Go on. Yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, makes the club look silly in public. Um, just like the things he says. What about the What about the dressing room? What about the other players? Like, yeah, saying that public is cool, but now we see like a a little a little um, a trend of of other players kind of being passive aggressive through social media by liking uh, Instagram comments and shit like that. That shit wasn't happening before. Bro, do you like, think that's because of Raiola? Or do you that's think that's because, because of him? And they've got the energy. Come on, come on, man. They've got, the, like, they've got the energy now. Pog was doing it, so why can't they do it? Yeah, why aren't you like, looking, lad? So basically, what what's happening is that we're a, fun, we're a joke club all around. Like, we're just not taken seriously on a world stage, I don't think, anymore. And the players are within that environment. Of course they're not going to take it seriously. If it's a joke to us, on the outside, what do you think it looks like to the people who are within? within? Like, organisations that are run run poorly, trust me, it's not by accident. It's not by accident. And when you go into it, you really see the rot that's going on. I'd be stunned. And I guess one day we'll hear about it in the past tense. But of course you're gonna see players. You look at the caliber of players who are p- p- Fred, Matic. These are the p- these are the players who are t- um, hyping on on social media. You know, not even top quality players. If Man United want to get rid of Pogba and the toxicness that is real, let him go. But he's doing what his client wants. 
if Pogba was happy, he wouldn't be causing any of these issues for the club. So again, it That's comes cool. it comes back. No, no, because no, you're saying, oh, I'm a Man United fan. You need to address the central issue here. Your club's a joke. And because your club's a joke, the player wants out. And because the player wants out... Don't, don't kick us when we're down. Huh? Don't kick us when we're down. That's, <laughs> that's just positive. Don't kick us when we're down, innit? That's literally it. Like, yeah, we know we're shit. We know we're a joke, innit? But, like, allow us. Have some decorum, innit? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Why? Have some fucking decorum. Why? Because I'm sure Oli has probably spoken to him. Bro, Pogba's price is his price. Whatever he does is whatever he life. does. Yeah, but real. his price is his price. Nothing you do is going to change that. Man United may be a joke of a club, but in terms of, in terms of, like money, I don't think we need the money, bro. So we if you're if you're bidding eight million yeah. for Pogba, seventy million for Pogba, you're Banda. not going to get him. Yeah, like you you're not going to get him. So you better bid the one fifty or one thirty or one or one forty or whatever that you Man United are are doing. So Pogba doing all of this in the media is not going to change anything. Like Man, like Man United won't be forced to sell Pogba unless the money comes in. Because you got to think about it, it's not only Man United, it's Adidas. Like we've got a sponsorship with Adidas. So Adidas are going to be looking like raw like fam don't let Pogba go, bro. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? We're here making peace. So Man United care about money. Pogba is making their money. Uh, sponsorships, like Pogba is making the sponsorships money. Pogba is not going for more, for less than Man United. Real Madrid, um, where Adidas too big, man. I know, but I'm saying in terms <laughs> of Man United. Like, they're both making Adidas money. Don't care. From Adidas. Adidas don't care. As long as he's going no, to... No, no, if Pogba goes Real Madrid, then Adidas are cool, in it? But I'm saying in terms of Man United... They're all making money from Pogba, in it. Like they all cash in on him. So if the money is not correct, Pogba is not going nowhere until like he might go next season. But I'm saying like in terms of like this, he he wasn't going. Like he, there was no way he was contract, going. You know. Yeah, like he does not like so when to he's gonna have we, two, we either he's gonna have two years plus a, a year or one year plus a year left for his contract. Or one of them on the twenty uh, on the twenty two thousand and twenty one. No, no. So he's so it's an option. He's got, got option. He's got option, or the club's got an option. Club, club's got option. Club club's got always option. has. So what, so what, to, always to make it twenty twenty two. Yeah. Are you guys sure? Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Right, United right, is right, have right, an option right. on. So that's what I'm saying. He he is not in a strong point. Like United will just keep him to the end of his contract. That's though. stupid. But that's what I'm saying. That's United stupid too. Can, can, they, do you know what it is? United are trying to put their foot down this transfer window, or like they're trying to basically. Regain the power in 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 the world of football. I don't think so. I, I could think... see United holding on to him if the money's not right. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. they're trying to trying to stamp some type of authority. And yeah, it looks silly right now, but I can see them slowly like trying to stamp authority. Like you know, even with that the Maguire thing that like, quotes, yeah, they Leicester City wanted. 100, but we've got him for 85. It's still a dickhead thing, but you can see that they're trying to shift. They're trying to shift the narrative, which is out in the media, that we won't overpay for players. And I think that's why we only had three players in. I feel like United are trying to shift that kind of, oh, United will come and pay. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel like um, Pogba ain't going nowhere, man, unless the money's right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We're going we're gonna to watch that one, but I think he'll, he'll end up leaving. I think it's, it's less about power player more just the fact that the money is not right and we're aware of the lack of quality in the squad that like, even the 150 we could possibly get yeah like everybody in the everybody in the prem gets what 90 million f- mm-hmm. for a season so already the that so the, the, the 150 you're getting plus the money manchester united makes and then you lose pogba what is it really what's it really bringing to you into and then the value of the, the, the hit the value of the club takes by losing him we can't. We literally cannot afford to lose him, literally. And it's it's a, it's a sad state of affairs for us at the moment. But I'm a poor Pogba fan, and I wanted to see him ball out personally. And I'm tired of him having to put in these dirty shifts week in week out. Ah, oh, so. fuck Pogba anyway, man. But I don't care. Fuck Pogba. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those ones where, like, bro, like this guy has not like been consistent for us, man. I don't care if he goes or not. Like, it's, I don't really, I don't really care. But like, has, he, has okay has he okay yes he has not been consistent but has he been our best player since he got here? Yeah, but the bar is on the floor. Yeah, but that's the all you can really is on the floor. But, like, I think he's been comfortably whatever whoever the next best player is. He's been there's a level gap between him and that player. 
So what? Boy, what okay, so if boy, that's the that's case, in the bar, who's our second best player? In, you you know, that's me, not an achievement. Think, who do you think like, it is? If we take Pogba and we put him in the Liverpool side, Pogba's not better than Salah. Pogba's not better than Mane. He Simple plays, as that. Yeah, but if he we plays, take Pogba, he within himself team, plays better. But I'm surrounded saying, by more quality. He plays better. You've seen that. It's not the biggest achievement, bro. Like our team, shit. Yeah, okay, so, okay, here's my point. Here's my rationale. You're saying he's... My thing is, you can only judge a player by their surroundings, yeah? So, my my point is that if from the time he's been here, he's been comfortably our best player, no matter how poor that may be, relatively speaking, what more can you ask of him? If he'd come in for the price he costs and the guy's outperforming him, then I'd be onto his case because, like, okay, we pay you like our you're our best player but you're not performing like you are our best player bro I want basic centimetries I want say? basic centimetries control the game like like control oh the... man come here on here we go in it here we go Elijah come on, control man. the game in it like I want basic centimetries you know control the game do, do you know what it is yeah when people say that yeah I, the thing is yeah when, when people say c- control a football match that is not something that's down to one player I'm sorry it's not you, you can't you can't you can't control a full match on your own it's anymore. Because like, of, it's because Javi did it by himself, in Elijah? He, uh, didn't have, he didn't have Iniesta, probably the greatest ridiculous. midfielder of his generation. And I Busquets. Really, <laughs> okay. I really, do, 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 do the thing is, yeah, people say control midfield. Look, Gerard was not a player who controlled the midfields, but he had influence in midfield. That's all I want. Yep. If, you have, if you have influence in your midfield, then you are doing your job. This, this controlling the midfield thing is, fam, it's not that deep. It's actually not that deep. I, I, I hate it. Levels, you're not levels. That's what he's basically trying to tell you. Seth. Fuck Pogba, man. I don't nah, care. Nah. Send him. All right, cool. Get him yeah, keep capping from McTominay and Rashford here. Get him out of man. All right, cool. So, uh, on to that, uh, we'll, go, we'll touch on our next game at home against Astanta of Kazakhstan. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, Astana. I want you, uh, is it Astanta? Astana. As, is it Astana? Oh, am I, am I adding letters? Am I adding letters that aren't there? Yeah. Mad thing. All right, cool. So, <laughs> I want you guys, between the two of yourselves, can you predict the lineup for the next game, firstly? Boy. Oh, man. God knows, man. <laughs> that's, Fucking that's hell, a, bro. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, yeah, that's a so tough one. So, I'll help you guys. So obviously, Romero in goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's going to be right back? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying like players are injured God knows like what this guy will play because I've never seen him in this situation so yeah. I don't know like what he like what his ethos is in these easy games this guy could play the same squad that played the other day and say oh team team Riven bruv like, so <laughs> you know what I mean like I have to see then I'll be able to like see what he's on because I don't know man guys on anything okay. I think yeah, I think um, I hope he plays Twanzebe, whether it be right back or something. Oh, yeah, Twanzebe will play. Twanzebe is definitely starting. I think Phil yeah, Jones will start Zabel, well. That's one thing I can say. Yeah, Twanzebe. so I think Wambasaka might not play. Should or Mogu- Yeah. Don't think Wambasaka. I think he'll put Twanzebe right back. Yeah. Jones, centre-back. Uh, midfield, I think he will go with Fred and McTominay. Yeah. Um. In front four, I think he will probably go James, Chong, and Pereira. Mm-hmm. And then up top, I think it might be Rashford. You think he'll start, you think he'll start with Rashford again, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. like that type of uh, give him uh, confidence to get a goal type of thing. That type yeah. of shit. And will that work? Yeah. Yeah, you're back, man, of course, man. You know the vibes. No, I don't yeah. know anything. You know the vibes, man. You know the vibes. I don't yeah. know anything, man. You got Chelsea yeah, so... scrubs. You got Chelsea scrubs on his neck already. Five games oh, in already. Man. About to get Rashford, his his uh, his best. Back the European Cup on yeah, his one, man. Benjani, you know. It's all it's all matter. It's scary, scary. And then more importantly, we are away at West Ham, two p.m. on Sunday. Uh, what are your predictions for that game, boys? Trying to go watch that, but um, so that's gonna it depends. It, are you not watching it? Like, we'll no, I mean, go to the stadium. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Are you are you going? Like, let us know. I'm trying to see if I can man, get a ticket. You could be a man at the spot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, see if I can get a ticket. Then I'll be able to. Yeah, yeah but um, 
uh, it depends if Pogba and Martial are back, man. I ain't gonna lie, because West Ham have got a sick team. They've actually probably got a better midfield than us. They actually do. No, they, they don't. Got better midfield they than do. us. They nah, do. man, they got a better midfield than us. Rice and Rice and Rice, Rice, Rice is better than what we have. Nah, Rice and Woolworth is in midfield. midfield. That is not better. I don't care. I what? don't. Better than Matic. No, no, no. Fred, Fred McTominay and Paul was probably our best midfield. That's, that's what I'm saying. It, we might not... They, they yeah, might yeah. Not... yeah, yeah. I understand, but, mate, yeah, I don't nah, know. I'm with Elijah, man. Let's, let's keep it keep, man. Then... In midfield, no. But you could argue that they have better pieces in certain other positions. Yeah, 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 yeah. looks like a, a player. Yeah. Halle looks like a player. I'm, uh, I'm a obviously... big fan of Felipe Anderson as well. Uh, are you now? Yeah. Okay, big cool. Fan. Like Zini um. looked like he could do a job. Bear man in there seemed look like they could do jobs. Yeah, that's the thing. 100%. <laughs> Masuaku, Diop, Hala. Masuaku would be a player for, for us, man. Yeah, he would Masuaku, be a, such a player. Diop, I like. Hala, uh, Felipe Anderson. I think, okay, actually, this is an interesting exercise. Can we do a combined 11 of the two teams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So, who's in goal? DDG. Ooh, just about. Uh, Man, cool. just about, yeah. uh, what formation are we going with? Sorry, lads. Uh, four, four, two, four, four, two, three, three, one. Okay, so right back. Aaron Wambasaka. Uh, centre backs. I'll go Diop and Maguire. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, Seb, would you agree yeah. with that? Uh, yeah. Left back. Masuaku. Masuaku. Yeah. At a canter. Uh, cool. Uh, would be your midfield two. McTominay and Pogba. Yeah. I'd go. I'd go Rice and Pogba. Rice and Pogba. Jesus. Okay. Rice and Pogba. <laughs> uh, who would be your three behind the striker? Fucking hell. Uh, that, that would be for me, um, Felipe Anderson. Which in which one? That, left, right, or middle? Okay, let me start from left. Yeah, so it'd be Rashford, Felipe, and uh, Rashford, Rashford Lanzini, and Felipe Anderson. Uh, <laughs> boy, and Felipe Anderson. Yeah, and then who's up top? Marshall. Marshall. Elijah? Any changes would, you make there? I would go Felipe Anson, right, Lanzini, Marshall left, then Hala up top. Yeah, I would, Rashford's not getting in, in my humble opinion. You men are sick. Nah, we're just <laughs> keeping it real, bro. And who's the nah, manager? When he, when, anyway, when he bags. Ollie's definitely the manager. Oh, you're so mad. Okay, so between the two teams, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six West Ham players. Jesus Christ. Hate to see it. Yeah, yeah. Hate to see it. Alright, boys. Um, We're going to get better at this, guys. We're going to start asking listeners questions much earlier in the day so it gives people an opportunity to actually uh, ask us questions. But I've got one question from Rabganistan. What is your honest opinion on Chong and what do you see his ceiling as? What do you think, guys? Um, I think Chong should play off the left, not the right. And Chong could become similar to like Sane for me, like if he plays off the left. Who, sorry? Um, Sane, like similar. Like, what, do you know that you type mean? of player ah, that goes shit. on ah, the outside? My head hurts. What do you mean? No, man, I'm not going to say he's going to be as good. Yeah, but no, I'm no, saying but the type of winger. Yeah, okay, so but give me an idea if it's obviously the question ceiling, isn't it? I hate the word ceiling, but that's what you were asked. So. I don't use that ceiling shit, man, because I like I don't know, man, like God knows what he could be, but I just feel like he should so, play on the left and I feel like he's yeah? decent Yeah, fuck all that ceiling shit. Okay. <laughs> no ceilings. Uh what do you think, Elijah? Um I can see where Sebi's going with the Sane thing. I do think he's very direct. Um I do want to see more in terms of an end product with him and just a bit more accuracy in his passing and stuff like that. But he does, on the left, he does look like he can trouble a lot of people once he gets going. But there is doubts of how consistent he will be. Um, like, they're just, yeah, I've, I've, for me, there's just still concerns of how he's recovered from that big Injury he had a couple year, years ago. Okay, so, what injury was it? I wasn't aware of it. I think it was. I think he done his knee. I think ah. it was a knee. I think it was a knee ligament injury. But it for me, it's just the fact that he's gonna have to adapt to the fact that his physicality, like people can match it much easier in the men's in, game. 
So he's going to need to work his way through that. But you only do that by playing games and working with ways to work around that or just get to a, get just get to a physical level where people can't match it. So he's still very he's still very wiry right now. Mm, Hopefully, to fill out. yeah. But that 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 will need to come once he stopped growing, basically. So it all it all depends because that 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 that's always the problem with these players. They don't want them to stunt their growth, so they have to wait until like they're sure about their growth. Fair enough, so, man. Are you? Is he a prospect that you're intrigued about? Yeah, yeah. The the thing is, is that he's the one where I'm less. I'm the least sure about his quality and whether he's going to make it, but I like the attributes he does have because they're so unique in the squad where he can take, he loves to take it on the outside of his fullback. And that's something that our we don't players don't, don't do enough. They like, all come just... inside. James comes inside, Marshall comes inside. Rashford, I'm not really sure what he does, but yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's just a quality that is just like, it's just nice to see. So, and he, and he does love to draw draw players in and just push it past them First, and just run around yeah. them. So, like, he has attributes that I do like. Obviously, he needs to tighten up on a few things, but that will just come with games. So, in yeah. terms of ceiling, I'm not sure. Um, if he makes the most of his ability, who, who knows, he, he might be a f- phenomenon, really. But it's just about whether he gets the coaching and the game time. Fingers crossed for Chongi, and I think on that um, we'll call it an evening. I appreciate you guys yeah. always uh, up for coming on and uh, enjoying <laughs> enjoying a chat with me. I appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evenings, and everyone who's listening, we appreciate you. Take care. Cool. Peace. Peace. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sometimes saving money takes work. But when you switch to Xfinity Mobile, it's easy. You'll save hundreds a year on your wireless bill and get nationwide 5G included at no extra cost. Wow. That was easy. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Sports Social Podcast Network.